Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How would you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit reset, and that's when you can reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. Look, it's summertime. Transfer window is coming up. It's gonna get crazy. So if you ever just wanna, again, take a step back and relax, read the transfer rounds, read the gossip rumors, grab a Coors Light. It'll be perfect companion for all those transfer merry-go-rounds. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when the beer is cold. That way you always know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit reset, just open a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Now that it's finally hot in Minnesota, I'm going to be looking for an easy beer to drink, and Coors Light is perfect for that. It's lagered, it's cold filtered, and it's cold packaged. It's, again, made to chill. It's crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies perfect for a moment to unwind and so when you want to hit reset reach for the beer that's made to chill get coors light in the new look delivered straight to your door with drizzly or instacart coors brewing company golden colorado and as always celebrate hi this is ruben off this cheek i'm pat nevin i'm mason mount you're listening to the london is blue podcast all right, Chelsea fans, welcome back to another episode, that's right, of the London is Blue podcast. Another emergency episode coming at you. We've got no Nick today, but we do have Brandon. And Brandon, what do you think we should be talking about? Anytime we drop an emergency pod, it's usually player related. So is that where we're heading with this one? Yeah, I mean, as you like to say, when there's smoke, there's usually fire. A lot of conversation around a position near and dear to my heart, obviously the goalkeeper uh, with Edward Mendy. So we're really looking forward to getting to that. And obviously, we're no Liga experts. And so, Dan, you you being the tactical genius you are, went and found someone to help us who's seen a lot of Mr. Mendy. Yeah, when you look for great pieces and articles on just player profiles in general, uh, Breaking the Lines is a really, really great website. Uh, also, uh, Get French Football Now is also a great resource. And so uh, we're very fortunate to have uh, just... Not even a full name. It's uh, Sarah Brone, who's joining us today to jump in and give us a little bit of a tactical rundown. Has a brilliant piece on Mendy that you have to check out. We'll drop it in the description. We'll retweet it out if we have. We've probably done it already, but we'll do it again. Just uh, so thank you for for joining us to chat about uh, about Mendy with us. Hi. Yeah. Um, thank you for having me. Very, very delighted to be here. Well, today we will talk about uh, what Chelsea's new goalkeeper signing is going to bring to the table. We're going to look at how he he fits in, where his kind of career has taken him. We'll get a little bit of the specifics from our league on expert, and we'll also get a little bit of that Brandon Busby goalkeeper union perspective that we like to share. And so I think we should just take it in. And, you know, Brandon, uh, this piece that uh, we kind of were referencing it really helps set the stage for who Mendy actually is. Right. Yeah. I mean, Sarah Ronnie did a really good job of um, giving us an idea of where Mendy came from, you know, what he's been doing the last four years. It's a very unique kind of background, I would I would say. I mean, <laughs> as you kind of look at, at the beginning, I'm really surprised to hear he wasn't the tra- – not even like close to the traditional path. He's what only been a professional for about four years now. Is is that right? He was essentially yeah not not even like assigned professional until the age of twenty four. Which I know goalkeepers are considered late bloomers, but even that is 
an extremely late opportunity for him. Yeah, so he's, he's um, risen so fast and uh, it's been interesting to see. And apparently at some point he, he really was un- unemployed and just, you know, it didn't seem like he had a future in the sport anymore or anything. And then all of a sudden, um, the turnaround came, he signed for um, Stadterheim and from there, he just um, basically just blew up in like three years. Um from the 17-18 season, um, in second division under David Dion, he just like exploded so much, and then he kept that level up as soon as um, Ryan got promoted to Ligue 1. And since then, he's been pretty reliable and one of the better goalkeepers in Ligue 1. So it's been a very unusual um, career uh, for him, and an unusual you know growth. He's he's still only 28, which in goalkeeper terms is pretty young, I guess. So um, we can say there's, there's still room for growth for him. And, um, you know, a lot can still happen. I, I think that um, the stage that he is at right now and the level that he is at right now, um, he's going to go into a better goalkeeper in the coming years. So there's a lot to look forward to, really. Well, that is certainly exciting. You know, I think there was a, a really good tweet that kind of spoke to this, uh, Matt. Uh, Spiro, who uh, kind of works in some of the the Lean, uh, Ligue 1 English kind of productions, just saying that Mendy to Chelsea would be an incredible story. Five years ago, age 23, he was unemployed, queuing at a local job center and ready to quit football. He has shown amazing strength as well as quality as a goalkeeper, real quality as a goalkeeper. And I think when we think about bringing someone in who... You know, Kepa is still the number one keeper as it stands today, but is going to challenge for the starting job at Chelsea. That type of mentality, I think, is really strong to to bring into the side, Brandon, particularly when we've kind of lacked a little bit of leadership in that regard since the really the time that Czech was between the sticks. Right. Look, it's obviously an area that we've all want to see improved upon. And the fact that you know, Chelsea are splashing the cash in a lot of attacking positions. I think a lot of fans have been a little concerned of like, hey, we still have some defensive issues. In comes old man Thiago Silva here to shore it up with his leadership and experience, which is good. But it still left a big hole in the goalkeeper section. So I think, you know, Kepa was relatively unchallenged. I know Willie Caballero started some games, but Willie knows what Willie's role is. You know, he's pushing 40 himself. Um, Kepa came on a seven-year contract, 72 million club record signing. He knows that Chelsea are kind of tied to him. So to bring in someone like Edouard Mendy, who is younger, especially the fact he's only been playing top level, top flight football for four years, he's going to be hungry. He's been a starter. He doesn't want to come to Chelsea to sit on the bench. He's going to be here to get involved and, and play serious minutes and, and push Keppa. So from like my kind of the way I look at this, I think this is the perfect example, uh, Cerebrone, in the sense that he's going to be hungry and ready to fight and want to prove himself in this league. If Keppa is good yeah. as we potentially think he is or can be, it'll be his opportunity to fight and, and show that competition. I think that's the best opportunity for us as Chelsea fans, having that competition in the goalkeeper role. Yeah, um, I think that when you're um, coming up against a 70 million on goalkeeper and you know that that's your competition, definitely it's going to put you on your, your heels and you're going to you know, work extra hard to, to you know, remain number one. Because obviously when he's coming in, 
coming in to be number one, at least at the start, before um, it's now decided whether Kepa should come back in as number one and all of that. So, And, of course, Chelsea are not taking as much of a risk with him as they did with Kepa because they're not splashing crazy money you know, compared to the Kepa one when and they're a little bit desperate. That's why they had to pay that much and pay the... Because, I mean, Athletic Club do not negotiate. They just tell you to pay, pay the clause or, you know, work out the door. So, um, understand why Chelsea went all the way for Kepa at that time. And so far, it hasn't yet worked out as it should have. So, um, Mendy coming in is not as much of a risk. And he knows that, um, I mean, if you're competing with a 17 million goalkeeper, the reality is that the club would probably be rooting for the 17 million goalkeeper to actually um, succeed more because um, at least you want to recoup what you paid. You know? So that's, that's something that he would be thinking about. But of course, if Chelsea are coming all out for him now and it looks like they're very serious about him and, and all of that, then he knows that there's some faith in him and he just has to repay that. A big opportunity for him, a big jump um, going from Ron to Chelsea um, because Ron just qualified for the first for Champions League for the first time in their history. And he also came from a team that was in, in the second division in France. So it's it's um, a huge step for him in his career. And it's something that he probably wouldn't have even imagined three, four, five years ago. It's crazy to be playing for Chelsea in 2020. So um, for that reason, I think he will be very motivated. And of course, he's been through a lot of... Um, things in his life. He's been through a lot of battles. He's, he's really fought against the tide and come out you know, really strong. So I think that um, coming into Chelsea now, he's going to be very motivated to prove himself and to show that, you know, of course, he, he must have seen things on social media. I mean, I saw them. I saw videos of his mistakes and all of that and people mocking him. It's normal. And it always happens in England when, because, I mean, fan culture there is just crazy. So, because fans from other clubs to try to mock you and all that. So he knows that he has to prove himself. He knows that he has to win the fans over, like, really early. And, of course, he's up against 70 million goalkeepers. So, like, it's, it's a lot. But I, I think he's going to do well. I think he's going to... I mean, he's coming from the club that Peter Cech was signed from. So some um, familiarity along those lines. And, I mean, coming to the Chelsea side, who historically have had players coming from France as well and the likes of SCN and Drogba and all of that. So I think um, they're going to help him to settle in, and he's going to he's going to have a very, very good time in England. It's, uh, it won't be difficult for him to get a lot of accolades from the supporters when he claims the first cross of the season. That will be all that uh, supporters need to see initially to, to get excited about. It's going to be the shortest highlight clip reel ever posted to YouTube. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sundays are coming back in the NFL. That's right, the other type of football. With NFLSundayTicket.tv, you can stream every live out-of-market NFL game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite devices. Plus, with the Red Zone channel and DirecTV Fantasy Zone channel, you never miss your favorite team or your favorite players. No matter where you live, NFLSundayTicket.tv is your key to the most glorious Sundays ever. Use that promo code BLUEWIRE, B-L-U-E-W-I-R-E, at checkout to get 15% off your subscription. So visit NFLSundayTicket.tv today and use the promo code BLUEWIRE. Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. 
Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier. Like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com forward slash podcast. This is their best available offer anywhere. Go right now to indeed.com forward slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through September 30th. Let's talk about him maybe more specifically as a player, because I think we talked about who he is and where he's kind of come from, the journey that he's taken. But I think beyond the highlight clips is where we want to kind of dive into a little bit more. So, you know, beyond the fact that he is, massive 6-6 that he's got this incredible save percentage last season or past three seasons 79 percent you know there's also kind of his style of play so i thought maybe we could, yeah. could do is we could break it down into the strengths like where is he strong currently and then we can kind of go into maybe some of the other areas but if you're talking about the one or two things that are going to excite people beyond his aerial performance and claiming crosses. Uh, what are the other things that Chelsea supporters should be excited about when it comes to Mendy? Well, um, I think first of all, the basic thing, that, the basic problem that, that um, Mendy had with Kepa, and I also have with Kepa, because Kepa was someone that I I fully fully backed when Chelsea signed signed him. I was I was actually excited for Kepa, and I felt that he was going to have a fantastic time in England. And it was just going to be about how he settled and all of that. But so far, he has disappointed me a lot. And was some the, issue, the first issue with Kepa was shortstopping. Um, there's a thing with Kepa where every goal seems like an unsavable goal with Kepa and goal. It just feels like, oh, he couldn't have done much about that. And I think that kind of masked the problems that he was bringing to the team for like over a year. Because... He always took, it was like he took the wrong step just before every shot. So he made every shot seem unreachable or something. But if you are taking the right, that's why sometimes you have goalkeepers who do not look spectacular when they're making saves. It's because of the work they do just before, you know, the shot comes in, the extra step to the left or to the right or something. And um, I remember the Zaha goal where um, Pepper stepped to the right just before the shot was taken. And somehow he made the the um, shot seemed you know, wild or something. It was a step to the other side would have made it easier for him. So I think that's something that Edward Mendy kind of brings. He's a very good shot stopper. So at least when you are looking for the bare minimum that you'd expect from a goalkeeper, being able to save shots, that's something that Edward Mendy does well. I have a little bit of a problem with his positioning sometimes because he's, he, he seems to position... Um, wrongly sometimes, but I think he more than makes up for it because of his reflexes. He has like really good reflexes and he's very light on his on his feet. Like he, he tends to just throw himself into the air and just go after ball. So um if you check his weight, he's about ten kg um lighter than Kutoa, who is about the same height. Kutoa is one nine nine, one point nine nine 
meters and um, mainly is 1.97. But then you see the differences in their weight, and you know that you know Kepa is more sorry, um, Mendy is more able to you know throw himself around at shots and all that, and he has sharper reflexes. So I think those reflexes kind of help him. So even when he doesn't position properly, he makes up for it with his reflexes and his ability to just throw himself, you know, at shots and all that. So um, shots, his saves don't look spectacular, but he does what is needed to avoid goals. So that's one of his strengths, I believe, his ability to stop shots. Also, his command of area. That's another area where I felt that Kepa was just... Um, he, didn't, he seemed pretty um, vocal when he came to Sari. Telling him that he wasn't coming off the pitch uh, at that time, but um, in terms of controlling his area and really organizing, because yes, you want a defensive defensive structure in front of the keeper. You want that. You want um, everything to be organized in front of him. But you also want your goalkeeper to take charge of that penalty box, because there are certain things that the manager cannot account for with his defensive structure, and that's where the goalkeeper comes in. He commands his area when he needs to scream at players. And get them to concentrate or something. He does that. That's something that I feel that Mendy does very well. He commands his area pretty well. He is kind of vocal. I don't know if he's going to be a bit um, shy, you know, in Chelsea because I mean, you get overwhelmed in that kind of team. You know, you know that four years ago you just signed your first professional contract, and maybe you have a bit of imposter syndrome. You're wondering what am I doing here? How am I at Chelsea and all of that? And you get overwhelmed. Hopefully that doesn't happen with him, but. When he's settled and he feels like a part of the group, I believe that you know that, that comes to the fore as a command over here to really you know organize what's in front of him and having um, Thiago Silva in front of him as well kind of helps because that's someone who's also coming from France and mm-hmm. has the experience, so that also um, matters. So that, that would help. And another thing I wanted to point out is his distribution. I mentioned it in the article that his launches have been like pretty good. So when you compare that with what Kepa was doing, Kepa's distribution outside of the um, immediate surroundings in his own half, his distribution into the other half was actually pretty poor. And that's something that I feel that has gone under the radar a bit. His distribution has been pretty poor. His um, launches have not really hit. If you check, I think it's about um, just under 30%. And meanwhile, um, um, Mendes is like almost twice that. So I think that's something that Mendy does well. When he launches, he finds, you know, his teammates in the opposition half. And that can be very useful when you are trying to start attacks without actually building from the back. When you want to launch, I think that he's very good with distribution as well. So those, those are his other strengths apart from, of course, aerial uh, ability. All right. Well, that that's exciting because you know it, we can just end on that. There's no weaknesses. Uh, but Brandon, kind of hearing all that we just got in terms of the overview of where where Mendy is going to be strong and where he's going to add value. What are some of the things that you're picking up on, not just from the the analysis, but on some of the video that you've watched too? Right. I think you know, obviously, Sir Bruno covered very you know in depth on that. I- you know, I'm just going to going off of the this clips we've seen. You know, they've been put together, and so kind of like my eye test reaction is uh, obviously you got to love his height. You know, I know I've we've been making light of Keppa's 
short stature in comparison. And we're coming up Thibaut Courtois, 6'7". So to have a goalkeeper six six and a half, rounding up to 6'7", like that's great. You know, he'll fill the frame of the goal. Uh, even if he's not super confident with crosses, he can at least go challenge for them. Um, and we saw Courtois was terrible at crosses when he came to the Premier League. Look, Mendy coming in, he can learn. He can grow in that area. And that's just something that Keppel will never have because of his height. Um, he's very agile. I think he's very light on his feet, especially for being as big as he is. Uh, usually a, a huge deficiency or low shots, but he's te- he tends to do well to get at least one hand down there in the corners, which is great. But the biggest thing I like overall is his agility. He's, you know, like when you play FIFA Ultimate Team and you can put the cat specialty on the goalkeeper i feel like that's mendy he's very athletic he's very agile and he's kind of got springs in his legs so his ability to cover a lot we've seen keppa you know he just his i know i'm going back to this but his short stature he just doesn't quite get to a lot of these shots mendy's gonna have no problem with a lot of that now that does lead me to the one thing i do have a concern is he doesn't seem to catch anything Oh, he's going to give up a lot of rebounds. So we we just need our back line to crash the goal and be ready to help. But just the fact that he's going to keep it out initially is going to help this team so much more than what we've we've struggled. Obviously, the save percentage from Keppa last season was just it was it was literally the worst in the league. Mendy's going to come make a bunch of saves. We just have to make sure that there's no easy rebounds or cleanups around him. Um, and he will get better with that. Again, the thing he's only been in the top light for four years. He has so much more potential. He has so many more minutes to give. He is just a cat in the goal that we are going to refine. He's got Christoph Lalashan. He's got obviously Peter Cech looking after him. If Ilario is still there, like he has high quality coaches around him that are going to help take him to the next level or at least push him to see if he can make that jump to the next level. I think the one thing that you know, you keyed it, you both have keyed on a lot of the things that are exciting to me. I just, I enjoyed watching some of the the clips and just seeing how quick he was able to get to ground, which, you know, Brandon and I were talking before we started recording that, you know, it's not always the easiest thing for someone who's super tall to get to ground that quickly. Yeah. But I, I really appreciated, uh, Sir Ron is just that it seems like he is, a couple of things have improved in his his game over the past year and just like how quick he gets to ground, uh, claiming some of the crosses. It seems like yeah. those are things that were very intentionally looked at by um, by the team this season. And he has kind of really improved in both of those this year. Yeah, yeah. He has, he has shown a lot of improvement. Um, and also it must be noted that he was coming from it seems that as um, start where I am, uh, the way they organized themselves defensively is absolutely insane. Just um, to point this out, last season, this past season, of course, many had left, but Ryan went to PSG, first in the league, and they won 2-0. They kept a clean sheet. Went to um, Marseille, finished second, and they won 2-0. They kept a clean sheet. And they went to um, run. They amended in play. They went to start uh, run and also won 1-0 and kept a clean sheet. So that's the kind of um, defense that um, Mendy had in front of him. And also, they, it was a team that was set up to really just keep things... Just like It was more of like a low block with the ability to counter and really do you know, dangerous things you know, up front. So he went from that kind of team with that kind of setup to a completely different setup in run who liked to actually dominate the ball and what teams. They, they usually... 
keep a high line as well, like a reasonably high line. It's not that high, but it's reasonably high. And we like to really attack teams, especially when they're at home. At home, they are like a really menacing team and you know they have a good team. So he, he kind of moved from a different um, tactical setup in um, Rhymes to a completely different one in Run. And he has kind of adapted. And also that has forced him to actually grow in some certain... Um, areas as well because when you're going from a team where you have like two banks of four in front of you or two banks of uh, one bank of four and then another two in front and they keep it very tight and like a low block you know when you go from a team that has just so many people in front of you to another team where they're not really set up like that and you have fullbacks who are just going forward a lot and you have um your CM or your DMs also moving forward a lot. So there's a lot of space in between the lines for opponents to really attack. And and also you have to do a lot of crosses as well. When you go from the other one to this one, and you're forced to actually improve other parts of your game that you didn't really need, you know, when you were at the previous club. And now going to Chelsea, I feel like also he's going into a team where he'll be required to actually you know, use his legs, his feet, and, and all that. So you would have to also, also develop those parts of his, game, of, of his game. And I think that from the evidence so far, and the fact that he's actually been adapting well um, to a new setup and actually did well enough in that and showed growth, I think that bodes well for the future and what he's going to do at Chelsea. So obviously, it's not going to be perfect in the things that he's going to be expected to do, the extras. But um, over time, I think he's going to adapt to them and learn them very well and be good at it. I think those are more things, even if they're ways that he's improving his game, uh, that are exciting, Brandon, because that adaptability is going to be really key. It sounds like he went from playing at Burnley to playing at Chelsea in, in Ligue 1, yeah. and now he's coming to actually playing at Chelsea. Okay. And that that's really, you know, I think an exciting piece there. Yeah, look, uh, I think we should just go in accepting the situation mendy is kind of like a young player that you sign maybe even a mason mount right he's a lot of potential a lot of talent needs some time to develop needs some time to refine some skills but the kind of the plot the potential that he has is there because he has all the physical uh attributes so i think that that's put us in a good situation um and so like i said let's not come in thinking hey Edouard Mendy is going to be the number one for the next 10 years. Like he's ready to go. He's not, it's not that situation. We've gotten an amazing deal for a player with a very high ceiling. Let's see how he settles. Let's let him compete Mm -hmm. with Keppa. Let's let him get into the system, into the new league and, and see where we can go. And I think it's kind of nice knowing that, I don't think Frank should interchange a lot, but the fact that these guys maybe might play two, three games in a row and back and forth, and that's actually going to be okay for them in the situation we're in because they're both young. I think they're right around the same age. Keppa's probably right around that 24 mark as well. Um, but yeah, let's not get too overhyped of being like Edouard Mendy. He is the second coming of Petr Cech. Not today. Maybe later, but not today. Uh, but the competition at the goalkeeper spot, Dan, is the thing that has me most excited all right, Keppa can't sit on his hands and just expect to play. Edouard Mendy is coming in to battle, and I'm excited. 
I'm excited. That's the that's the, I think the real thing to kind of think about here. And obviously, we we do have a little bit of a logjam heading into this season where we're going to be using three foreign player spots on goalkeepers, which is not ideal. So the next season, you're you're going to look at someone like Willie Caballero leaving the club. But now, you know, at a minimum, even if Edwarmandy ends up being a very strong backup, now you've got your number two locked in for a foreseeable future and gives you an opportunity to potentially either promote or go after a different goalkeeper kind of in the coming season. Uh, I really think, though, we should just be excited. We should be excited because it's been an area of challenge for us over the last season. It's been one area where the lack of competition between players to push each other to start has maybe allowed for Kepa to you know, maybe become complacent or maybe be kind of comfortable with where his performance level was at. But as we learned when we talked to Matt Law, it seems very much that Kepa wants to stay. He wants to fight. He His camp very much is welcoming the competition. And Mendy is going to clearly is betting on himself. And so, uh, Sarah Vaughn, I think you've given us a lot of detailed information to get us excited, to get us hyped. Uh, thank you so much for joining us to give us a little bit of a deep dive on on Mendy. And uh, yeah. hopefully we we see him succeed just as you kind of have outlined. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was, it was a pleasure being here. I appreciate your expertise and knowledge, sir. Well, maybe we'll do like a mid-season checkup. You know, I can like spar a little bit more on what Edouard is <laughs> oh, yeah, doing that, well or not. That <laughs> <laughs> will be good. <laughs> appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you for having All me. All right. Well, yeah, no, we uh, we really enjoyed it. Uh, fans, we will absolutely, again, retweet the pieces that he's put together. You can find them on uh, Get French Football Now, which is a fantastic resource for Legion. News. Legal and, it's French Football yeah. News. French Football News. Um, also on uh, Get Spanish Football News as well, because, uh, you know, why not specialize in two leagues? That's amazing. <laughs> and uh, also the piece was on Breaking the Lines, so we'll get that retweeted out. But, Cervone, thank you so much. Brandon, it was great to take over hosting responsibilities for you so you could use your goalkeeper eye test while Mick Verlaney was out. (laughs) Until next time, Chelsea fans, you know what to do. Keep the blue flag flying high.